Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. Is the internet making people stupid? Is it making us less intelligent? Certainly, the internet is changing the way we think, the way we learn, and the way we read. But is this necessarily a bad thing? In this episode of Thinking in English, we'll try to shed some light on these questions. But first, why not follow the Thinking in English Instagram page? Thinking in English podcast, or the link is in the description. And you definitely should look at our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, for all transcripts and bonus content. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. Paradox. Paradox. A paradox is a situation or statement that seems impossible or is difficult to understand because it contains two opposite facts or characteristics. For example, it is a paradox that drinking a lot of coffee because you are thirsty can often make you feel even more thirsty. Interruption. Interruption. An interruption is an occasion when someone or something stops something from happening for a short period. As in, I worked all morning without interruption. To reprogram. To reprogram. To program a computer or something similar again or differently. The computers were reprogrammed to correct the error. Critical. Critical. This means giving opinions or judgments. For example, he has written a long critical piece evaluating the exhibition. Comprehension. Comprehension. Comprehension is the ability to understand something completely and be familiar with a situation, fact, etc. For instance, he has no comprehension of the problem. Nutrition. Nutrition. Nutrition is the substances that you take into your body as food and the way these substances influence your health. For example, good nutrition is essential if patients are to make a quick recovery. Barbarism. Barbarism. Barbarism has many meanings, but I guess in this situation, it kind of means unpleasant behavior. For example, he witnesses some appalling acts of barbarism during the wars. Protracted. Protracted. Lasting for a long time 
or made to last longer than necessary. For example, we had a protracted discussion last night. On an average day, I probably spend over 12 hours on the internet. I work online, and I study online, I teach online, I record and write these podcasts online, I watch TV online, and during the pandemic, I have been socialising online. My whole life is online. The internet is now a fundamental part of my life, and I guess most of your lives as well. Most of us probably struggle to imagine our modern personal and work lives without internet access. But is the internet actually a good thing? If you are reading this as a blog, instead of listening as a podcast, Unfortunately, it might actually be making you stupider. And this is not because my content is bad, although some people might argue otherwise. It is because you are reading an article on the internet, with millions of options telling you to watch this, or read that, or click here. Some people have argued that with more content, and options available online, our brains have begun learning how to read differently and learning how to think differently. And consequently, the way we learn has begun to change. It is a kind of paradox. The internet has given us more information than ever before and made it easier to access this information. But, at the same time, it could be making us less intelligent and more superficial. Nicholas Carr, a journalist, has written a number of books and articles about this topic. So if you want to read in more detail, I'm sure you can find some of his writing online. He argues that technology is causing us to become stupid. One reason is that articles online are now full of hyperlinked text, advertisements, and other interruptions. Unlike a book in which you can get lost in the text, the internet is full of distractions. When we read information online, our brain is constantly being interrupted. We have to make decisions whether to click or not click the links on our screen. The other day, I was reading, I think, a New York Times article for an online class I'm taking at the moment, and I was shocked how many advertisements and recommended articles that appear inside the text I am reading. It makes it really difficult to concentrate on what is on the screen, what I'm actually trying to learn. The decision to click on these advertisements might seem unimportant or trivial, but these decisions make it more difficult to turn what we read into deep knowledge. But does this mean that we are becoming less intelligent? 
There is actually a lively debate around this topic. Is the internet making us stupid? So in the rest of this episode, I'm going to introduce two different perspectives on this debate. I want you to listen to the arguments I make and then decide for yourself what you think. Decide your own opinion. I want you to think in English. So, is the internet making us less intelligent? Let's start with some pro-arguments. As I already mentioned, Nicholas Carr has argued that the internet is making us less intelligent. It is reprogramming our brains. Research suggests that our ability to focus has reduced, our memory has changed, the way we interact with people is changing, and people no longer practice critical reading. I think this reading argument is quite interesting and important. Before researching this topic, it had never occurred to me that the way I read on the internet and the way we read a book are fundamentally different. Online, on the internet, most people skim read. This means that we read lots of information at a very fast pace. We don't take our time to fully understand what we are reading. Instead, we look for the information that we want. And this means that we have worse reading comprehension, less ability to analyze texts, and some people even say less empathy. And this is really important for all of you listening. Reading on the internet makes it harder for people to read critically. And reading less critically negatively impacts your English level. So, for all of you learning or practicing English, maybe consider reading real books or newspapers instead of articles online. Because all of the distractions on websites can make it much more difficult for you to deeply understand what you are reading. Much more difficult to absorb vocabulary or learn grammar and sentence structure. And I know this is probably not the best thing to say for myself, as many of you are reading this as an online article, but I think it's something you should definitely consider. A second argument is that IQ scores have been falling around the world, which many people believe is connected to the rise of the internet. For most of the 20th century, IQ scores were actually rising, getting higher. This was called the Flynn effect. The Flynn effect suggests that better nutrition, better access to education, and higher quality education caused people to become more intelligent all around the world. However, in recent years, the Flynn effect has reversed. IQ scores are actually falling. For instance, our functional IQ, so our real life IQ, drops about 10 points when we are distracted by multiple browser tabs, 
emails, chat apps, videos of puppies, um, text documents, and everything open on tablets and smartphones while listening to music and smart speakers and waiting for video calls. All of these things are internet phenomena. And these internet things are making it, are having a negative impact on our IQ, making it more difficult to think and to process information. Third, the internet is causing us to lose the ability to perform simple tasks. We now rely on the internet to perform any task, really, and many of the calculations that we used to do in our heads. My parents use Amazon's Alexa to turn on the lights in the house. Many of my friends have smart doorbells to see who is at the front of their house. People use Siri to set timers and Google Maps to find directions. In the past, we would need to think about all of these tasks. For example, election studies in the USA suggest that young adults in America wanted to vote by mail, but did not know where to buy stamps because they are so used to communicating online rather than mail. The internet has caused people to forget, or I guess never learn, how to perform a once simple task. We are now more likely to use pre-prepared food, use the internet for recipes, uh, use a meal delivery service like Uber Eats or Deliveroo. And now we store our knowledge or information on the internet, not on our brains. This is called offloading. Um, I'll give you an example of offloading. I have cooked a sesame noodle dish over 10 times in the last year. It's one of my uh, favorite dishes that I used to eat when I lived in Taiwan. So I learned to cook it when I came back to the UK. But actually, I just made a mistake when I spoke. I didn't learn to cook it. I looked for a recipe online. And out of the 10 times I have cooked this dish in the last year, I think I have had to search the recipe online 10 times. I need to search each time. Instead of learning, I have kept this information, kept this knowledge on the internet because I know that I can search and look it up at any time. On the other hand, not everyone agrees that the internet is making us stupid. Many common technologies we use today were once feared as being dangerous. Let me give you some interesting examples. Did you know that when trains were invented, some people worried that women's bodies were not designed to go at 50 kilometers an hour? And so their uteruses would fly out of their bodies as they accelerated to that speed. Other people feared that bodies, regardless of gender, regardless of being male or female, would simply melt at such a high speed. Now, I've ridden hundreds of trains, and I've not melted yet. So I think trains are relatively safe. 
despite the fact people were scared of them in the past. Here are some more examples. Um, the famous philosopher Socrates was scared of writing. He thought it would make people more stupid because we wouldn't need to remember things anymore. We could just write it down instead of keeping it in our brains. The philosopher Gottfried Wilhelm believed that books might lead to a fallback into barbarism because when books were, well, I guess when books became more popular and commonly used by people around the world, it could lead to confusion. An 1883 medical journal argued that schools were going to exhaust the children's brains and nervous systems with complex and multiple studies and ruin their bodies by protracted imprisonment. You know, schools were going to be bad for education. Moreover, people argued that calculators were going to destroy kids' grasps of maths. There are other news stories out there if you search about newspapers, television, telephones, telegraph, even going further back. People were scared of everything. We are always fearful of new technology. But does it really mean that it is bad? We are scared the internet is making us less intelligent. But does that really mean it's bad? The most common argument in support of the internet is that it gives more people more access to information. The argument that the internet is making us less intelligent relies on test and IQ scores, but these are not necessarily the best way to test intelligence. Often these scores are impacted by things such as social class, uh, language, disabilities, um, race, or education level. And it is not necessarily the best way to say someone is clever, someone is stupid. Information is now available to everyone, and the information out there is much more up to date. The internet has been of great benefit to people with disabilities. More people have more information. And I guess that is basically a good thing. In addition, just because the way our brain works and the way we learn is changing, it does not mean it is negative. Change is not always a bad thing. The internet is just a new tool, like fire, clothes and books in the past. By learning to use these tools, we could concentrate on different things. And this is the same as the internet. You know, think about fire. Before we learned to cook food, we used to have to eat raw food, which is much harder for our bodies to digest and gives us less nutrition. So we had to spend more time hunting and searching for food. After we learned how to use fire to cook food, it meant that we had to eat less food. We spent less time hunting, less time eating, and we could do more things with our days. The internet is also just a new tool. Perhaps by using the internet to perform simple tasks and calculations, to look up information as quickly as possible, it's going to be 
of benefit in the future. We will learn new things to do with our thinking capabilities in the future. By learning to use it, maybe we can concentrate on something different. Yes, people do use the internet to search for lots of information. But before the internet, what would people do? Well, if you ask someone a question and they did not know the answer, they couldn't just Google it. If they really wanted to know, they would need to go to a bookstore or a library and try to search for a book that was relevant, that could answer their question. Probably most people would not bother, too difficult. And instead, they would just never learn that information. So just because we are now using the internet to search for information really quickly, does not mean it's making us stupider because we would never have had that information anyway in the past. If anything, it's making us more intelligent. So here is today's final thought. In this episode of Thinking in English, I have tried to address the question, is the internet making us less intelligent? On the one hand, the internet has changed the way we think. We no longer do simple tasks and IQ scores are falling. On the other hand, we have more access to information and change is not necessarily bad. What do you think? What is your opinion? Is the internet making our society stupid? Does the internet affect the way that you think? Have you noticed any effect, positive or negative, after being online? And how can we use the internet more responsibly? Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. Please share with your friends, check out our social media links in the description and send us a message. We really appreciate all of your feedback. And if you have any ideas for topics or future podcast guests or any other learning format, please let us know. And please leave me a rating. We're now on Instagram. I'm sure you've already seen it, but go there, check it out. Lots of good content about vocabulary, pronunciation and grammar. And Instagram is a great way to contact me. Uh, it's Thinking in English podcast on Instagram or the link is in the description. Also, all of the transcripts of the podcast are now available on the Thinking in English blog. Um, vocabulary list, comprehension questions and all of the articles are there for you to read. Um, that link is also in the description. So please check it out too. Thank you and see you next time.